little bit there. We'll, we'll try it again. Hello and welcome to Cup of Cully. I am your host, the best podcast host in the universe, Steve Cully. And with me as always, my exemplary counterpart, oh. exemplary Josh Cup. Question. Did we go through a thesaurus on uh, positive adjectives for a uh, fellow podcast partner? So when I'm on yeah. the ride up here, I yeah. try to think to myself of words or phrases or questions that can come up to impress you. So exemplary was, uh, that was one of the words that I thought about because I, I don't give you enough credit in the introduction as a host. It's all right. It doesn't doesn't bother me. Um, but we do have our other two thirds of a cup with us. Yeah, he has two thirds. Do you have now. a fun adjective for Seiko? I do. I do. We have our very exuberant, exuberant, and joyful, and very bewildered. Oh, ooh, that's a good one. Very bewildered. Two thirds of a cup. Mr. Seiko. Uh, thank you. Hey, At least I'm not a half a cup now. Yeah, I, I like yeah. being too close. You're growing. I, I, Bewildered, though. Is that kind of like surprise? Does that mean surprise? Bewilderment, con confusion, surprise. Oh, yeah. I'm bewildered 90% oh, of the time. And, oh, you were talking about the bread. The yeah. uh, Fryhoffers. Now, that's Central New York, is it not? Is it, what is it? Utica, Vernon? Where, where is that out of? Uh, I, I have actually, smartphones. I'm looking. I'm looking that up. That I actually don't know. Seiko did a little homework for the podcast. He sure looked at some pics. Um, he also has, he really enjoyed when we did the top few cereals. He likes the rankings. He likes the, the, the quantified the things. Not unlike his, his idiot father. So um, he, I think he has both some picks that he wants to get to. Then he also might have a couple of... You know, top five lists, that sort of thing. Is that okay? Sure. Can give you that? Sure. And Absolutely. Of course, the seven listeners. Uh, that, if we became Joe Rogan, I would still always just say seven listeners. Yeah, that, that sounds seems to be better. My number. I, I like not having an I think ego. There's a few more, but there's not a lot more, and I'm good with that. Seiko, step. Turn the, we're turning the TV off. No. We're gonna turn, we're gonna turn it right off. I was just pointing to my father that they're playing the Wasabi Fenway Bowl in Fenway Park. Yeah, because you, you guys are Sox fans. He was he was surprised that there was a, a football bowl game. game. It's called Wasabi. Yeah, it is called the Wasabi, Wasabi Fenway Bowl. Bowl. Yes. Very odd. Now Wasabi is just like an Asian cuisine condiment, is it not? It's wasabi? the it's the green spicy condiment. Yeah. So so it's really spicy. Wasabi growers worldwide got together and said, "I want to have a bowl." I want to have a bowl game. Well, we could. Have I'm already it. behind on research. I've got to look up where Fryhoffers is from. Okay? If, if if we wanted to fund a bowl game, we could have the cup of Cully bowl game. Yeah. You know, anyone can fund a bowl what game. What do we need? What do we? What can Seiko find between his seat cushions? To what do you think it costs? Now we have three things. Well, we, we we could have it at the Saratoga High School field. Oh yeah, that's the best field ever. The uh, we we could put them up at the the spa motel over here. They're the no. Springs Motel. I mean, it was we we got housing, we got places to practice, and you know the payoff. We give them swag. The swag would be wine from the Thirsty Owl. Nice. We'll give them wine and gift cards. The uh, 18 to 21 year old uh, student athletes would love that. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I forgot Where about that one. Lansingburg, New York. Lansingburg's in Troy. Come on, so it's from Troy. Yeah, Fry Oak. I didn't know that myself. But they had such a tremendous. I didn't know that either. Or, or still do have such a, a great um, representation in Central New York. I always thought it was from Central New York. Wouldn't you have thought that growing up? You saw Fry Fry Hoppers everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. All right, so yeah. let's get on Fry Hoppers. We're done with that. But the bread, Seiko. What's your thought? My thoughts ten out of ten. It's delicious. Ten out of ten. It's delicious. Even harder to say when you've got a mouthful of that toast. Uh huh. So you're, you're you want to try that again? What's your ranking on the Fryhoffers bread? Still chewing. It is a 10 out of 10. It wow. is delicious. Fryhoffers. Send us some money. So, Seiko, did you did you want to jump in to your to your NFL picks? Do you do you know where you yeah, where you want to go? Um, one that kind of stood out to me. Because you were on a you were on a little bit of a run um, last week, and. Remember, you, you, yep, yep. you started getting things going back. Mm -hmm. um, one thing I didn't really understand was that the over-under for the Bills game is 43 and a half at the Bills, and it's supposed to be like three to seven inches. They, I think they already have six. 
Um, very good. Very good on the weather if, report. So 43 and a half, I just don't get. I That, to me, is like a 20 to 14 game or 21 to 14 game. Yeah, it's going to be I low scoring. I don't see a... Field goals might be tough to come by with the Yeah, not I don't right. see like a 27-20 game. I don't see that. And that, and that weather, no way. No okay. way. Fair enough. And then... Um, I only really have two. I didn't like many of the games. Um, another one is uh, the Patriots at Las Vegas, the Raiders. Um, Patriots are getting one. You don't I, like that. I really like the Patriots there. You do? Okay. I do. Um, I The Raiders, they have a lot of good stars on their offense, but they just don't execute. Um, and their defense, not, not good. Yeah, they're very inconsistent offensively, Super. and that is a big deal. And the Patriots are, you know, they're starting to they're play starting, into form. Yeah. Um, Matt Patricia, the offensive coordinator from our neck of the woods in VVS, his first time calling the offense. He's been taking a lot of criticism back and forth, but they, they are the Patriots. So uh, getting one, I like that. Uh, I do like the Patriots here. I think the Patriots will win that outright by, like, a field goal. I think. Okay. Yeah, those are two. That's a tough game for me because I don't really have any feeling for either one. Now, were you taking Buffalo as well, or you just mentioned the over-under? Um, definitely Buffalo. Okay. Um, they'll win that by two touchdowns. I think the Dolphins eventually have to bounce back. Yeah. I feel like they're going to, but I don't think in this weather they won't. They what won't. is that? It's a full touchdown, that game. Is it seven? Yeah, seven. Yeah, seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if, I were, if I were a betting man there... Yeah. I might go Jets, just because scoring is going to shrink down. So typically, a seven-point game when there's, you know, there isn't that 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 much scoring is really more like a five or a four-point game. Mm-hmm. So I think Buffalo wins that one, but the Jets got to show up. I mean, all the New York teams save Buffalo. Buffalo's been playing fairly well, but yeah. the Giants and the Jets have um, seen. Some losses to the early gains of, of the success of the of their year of their season. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I mean it, it. It's trendy in the NFL. Whenever you get a new coaching staff, a new coordinator, you'll have success early on, and then there's film, yeah. and teams can game plan finally yeah. against you. And the Giants with with new coaches, new coordinator, Daniel Jones came out firing, and same thing. Once you have that film out there, somebody will figure you out. Yeah. And I think that's why they're starting to, to slow down now. But similarly, like the Eagles, you know, they haven't really slowed down. Slowed down. Is it slowed down? Yeah, it's just Slo- Sloan is the name of the uh, attractive uh, girlfriend of Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller, Sloan Peterson. Yeah. Sloan, yeah. yeah okay. I thought she was lovely. What I did too. To her? I did too. Um, I actually, I have no idea what happened to her. I, I, she was in, she was in a couple TV shows. I don't remember her from from any other movies. Uh, same thing with Cameron. I don't remember. Cameron was in a couple other movies, but yeah, he um, he did well right through the '90s, and I think he kind of faded away to oblivion. I mean, that was such a iconic iconic film that you almost didn't make it back. From, it was tough to make it back from that one. Yeah, um, yeah, and it, and it was. Uh, Criminally underrated. What do you mean? I mean, obviously, it was underrated for its popularity when, when it came out. Yeah. Okay, but I mean, as, as far as a decent film, not just a fun, funny yeah. teen type movie. Yeah. All those John Hughes, the the coming of age stories. Yeah, I always liked. Yeah, and and, and um, our main character, Ferris Bueller, of course, Matthew Broderick. Again, I was telling you, I watched Manchester by the Sea. Yes. And he jumps in there for an appearance in that. If I'm not mistaken, I've seen so many movies lately. Yes. What in that? Did you did you go see it? Did you see it or no, not go see it? I did not okay. see it yet. So I think there's a, the mother of the teenager comes back into the picture because she had some some chemical dependencies or was a big drinker and she was like out of the kid's life. So again, this is Casey Affleck, right? Who comes back to the town of Manchester by the Sea, and takes over for the uh, um, his nephew and, and watches him. You know, he's 16, he's sneaking towards adulthood, but still clearly needs some guidance. And yeah. so the mother gets in touch with the kid and says, hey, you know, I'd like to maybe re-enter your life to some degree. <coughs> and she winds up with this 
seems to be kind of a born-again Christian or, or deeply religious Christian man, and that just happens to be Matthew Broderick. And when he enters the film, I'm like, whoa, 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 I didn't, yeah. I didn't see that coming. And that happens a lot, you yeah. know, when someone who's done it all, and, and he's had a very nice career. And he, he did get into producing and directing as yeah, well. So, so he's got other things that he's doing. But to see him jump back out in front of the camera when you were least expecting it. Because I heard a lot of buzz on that film. Uh, a lot of awards were won. But I did not know that he was in it. So to see him jump there in there in that scene was was pretty uh, pretty neat. Powerful. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yes. I was just like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. That, is that another good up. one? Yeah. Yeah. So what do you guys get? Two games, MC? Yeah, just two. I, I didn't see. Uh, well... Maybe three with the Bills. I do like the Bills, but it's such a low-scoring game that it's tough for anybody to win by more than a touchdown. Because right. if, it's, if it's high-scoring, it's much easier. Right. Buffalo, New England, I yeah. got you. Boy, you sound like your dad. That's not good. Um, just for all the um, L.A. Chargers fans in, in the in the listening area, which is probably just you and probably I. So talk yourself. us. So they have the Titans yeah, at the home. Titans giving three. Um, we're, no, we're giving three, right? Yeah. Okay, so LA, LA is giving, giving three. three. Do you have a feeling there one way or another? I think that's a pretty good line. We're, we're so streaky. If we play well, we can beat anyone. But if we we play normally, we'll beat half the people. If yeah. we play... Well, we lose the Jags. It's just... We get smoked by the Jags. We spend like $200 million something dollars in the offseason to lose to the Jaguars. Yeah, not cool, right? But again, that was an injury thing. I don't yeah. know going on that same stuff. But let's go one more... One more item, uh, at least, at least sports-wise, we got um, Jimmy Beheim in the Syracuse Orange today. Three o'clock. Three o'clock against Cornell. We talked about because their win was against Seven Ithaca. Two, not a lot of great wins for Cornell. The line in that one, Seiko, is is yeah. I just told you, I am. So what do you like there? Yeah. Uh, honestly, the way that. Syracuse is kind of right of the ship. I think you pound the Qs. If you said to me, yeah. Steve, three weeks ago, Josh, would you ever say on any wager with the Syracuse men's basketball team, let's pound the Qs, like meaning put money on Qs, do you think I would have said yes to that? Yeah, I, I, I'm going to go with no after yeah. the battles with you know yeah. losing to Colgate and struggling against Lehigh and sneaking by Monmouth. You know, Oakland, they, they beat, I mean. Um, Cornell won by three against St. Francis, PA. That's a Division two school, yep. And they won by... They played Delhi. Delhi is the, Division one, right? SUNY Delhi is not Division one. No, no. And, and they played Ithaca? And they played Ithaca. What is going on? They played Ithaca College, yeah. How, and the wins, I, the wins don't count towards the tournament either. Let me tell you something. Jesse Edwards <laughs> is going to have a field day today at 3 o'clock. Yeah. A, a skilled postman, not, well, not a postman, not someone who delivers mail, a, a man who plays in the post. <laughs> so you don't laugh at your father. It's, ha, ha, really, ha, ha, it's disrespectful ha. and inappropriate <laughs> at this point. Um, he's going to have a field day, and he won't play long. I think um, you're looking to save him up for ACC play. Are they gonna- I say you get 28 minutes out of Jesse Edwards. You get 14 points, 6 of 7 shooting, 2 for 3 from the free throw line. Fourteen rebounds. Well, you're well, you're getting real specific minutes. here. I, I have you're a real specific crush here. on Jesse Edwards. <laughs> oh, that's good. He's a very fit, handsome young man. Young young lad. Yeah, and yeah. he has really solid, very athletic post moves. So he shoots a high percentage. Yeah. And he's just super efficient. I love efficiency in basketball. You do. Don't turn it over. You're 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 running. The, you know the flex offense you're running the motion offense all you're trying to do is create a situation that is better than what Seiko a neutral offensive defensive position where you just have the ball and your defenders right in front of you squared up on you so all you're trying to do is constantly be in motion setting screens so that you can secure a pass where you're at an advantage not unlike in tennis Seiko when you've just ripped a, a you know big topspin forehand yeah, the person can get to it, but they can't hit it back with with much so energy. So, so you're, you might charge. A so at that point in time, in the in the volley, even though you've hit it, and he's going to get to it. You have a sixty eight percent chance of winning that point. Mm-hmm. So I always think that yeah. sports are just constantly odds changing within a rally, within a 
counts if it's baseball. Right. Um, you know, within a series, an offensive series in football, it's, you know, Peyton Manning always used to say, I loved second and five. Right. Well, uh, yeah. Because now we have three plays you to can get do anything five you yards. Yeah. You know what? He does not a big fan of second and nine. No. You know what I mean? Nobody likes second and nine. So I just think that. it's just, and I, I think that makes it fun and sexy. I don't think it, it takes anything away from it. I just love the analytical side of it. Seiko, what kind of offense do you guys run with the battle? Do you run a motion offense as well? We run a motion where you screen down. You kind of, you go around the screener, and if you're not open there, you kind of flare out. Yeah. So you kind of pass, So it's a motion. We run a 50. A 50 is like a... It's just you spread out. Yeah. You just spread out. You pass it. You cut. You go to the other side. Right. Uh, right. We have a Kentucky play. It's well. You don't want to give away your plays too much well, in case your competition listens. Yeah, I guarantee because he plays at two forty-five today. Clifton, Clifton yeah. Park is tuning in right yeah. now. Oh, I mean, it's, that's right. It's not live. Also, we have one where it's like a double screen from the wings to the point guard. Oh wow! And then so they, ball screens and then on they, the ball. Well, correct? it's two people. Right. And then so they, they both roll. They both roll. Right. Very good. So you have like but that's called a ball screen. You're screening yeah, on the ball, yeah. right? And um, there's a lot of that in the NBA. A lot of people, that's all they do is just run a run a high ball screen. Yeah. And, you know, that person sets the screen and rolls to the basket. And that usually creates a mismatch if someone wants to switch. Switching is, it's not for the devil, but I, we try to not switch as much as possible. I think a lot of lazy defenses switch. Very, I yeah. don't love it. Yeah. I don't love you gotta, it. You can't give up on it too easy. A lot of people, everyone on our team switches. That's yeah. what coaches and Brett's yeah. get to switch. Yeah. That's how, that's how it's taught initially. He wants you to switch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. okay. If you switch, I mean, if you switch with guards and a big center or something like yeah. that, you can create some really bad mistakes. Well, the thing so. is, I'm short on the team. So it's like I switch and I'm guarding the shorter point guard, but then I have the center that is a foot taller than me. Yeah. I'm like, I just I can't do anything. Now, do do you like distributing the ball more? or Do you like scoring? Both. 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 You'll Both. you'll do whatever is asked it's of just, you. Yeah, it's if I have a high percentage shot and I know I can make a high percentage shot, like if I can like do maybe a uh, one dribble move and get a high percentage shot, I will do that. But if nothing looks open, just pass it. Um. So I I don't believe we talked about this yet josh um how we we did kind of get lost at the utica auditorium oh boy i don't think right <laughs> I, I forgot i, I think we yeah, we've story. talked about it but we did not inform our listeners um, we didn't get to that we were thinking about doing a podcast also on the way home on the way home but but i had one and a half labat blue lights so clearly i that's a first well, I mean, one and a half cans of beer. And that was That's the first time that I've seen or have anything. And then they scared the crap out of me. You were impressed. I was. I was very impressed. But, but getting there, you're really from that greater Utica oh, area. Oh, it's my fault. No, yes. no, no. I, I am from the I greater Utica. I am from UK. Rome, which is maybe yeah. two or three towns over. And two or three towns over. Yeah, would you say? It's you like, get, it's right there. You get uh, Whitesboro, Whitestown. You have Oriskany. Right, Camden. Okay. Floyd. Floyd. I'm throwing Floyd at you. Floyd, okay. I'm trying to get another town in between so that I can so have your less responsibility. You're distancing yourself from... understanding from, which buildings you got. Yeah. So anyways, we park. I don't think... But no. we're coming up over... Like, we're coming down... We're coming south on Genesee Street. We're, yeah. And we're, i got to be honest. Which I wouldn't have gone Maybe you way, even but. a slight bit more than me. We were treating this like we were coming in on Manhattan and Madison Square Garden. We did. We kind of It panicked. was absolutely, irrefutably yeah. embarrassing. Yeah. No, that, it easily was. Two, two grown-ass men... Having some sort of stress about finding the Utica on. Give a parking spot and, and where to go. Downtown Utica, which is probably a town of 60,000 people. Seco, get on the population yep. of Utica, New York. It's 50. Anyways, so, so we park in this big parking lot. And I know, I kind of know where the odd is. So we, we somehow will. sneak in these doors. First problem was we saw no one ripping tickets or taking or you know no I guess oh. what was it 64 i was way up Sixty-four thousand. Oh, i didn't know i thought it was wait rome's under. only thirty-one thousand. yeah it used to be like almost 45 when griffiths was going like oh, when i was in junior high albany's only a hundred thousand yeah albany's small too 
Um, huh. Now, folks, you know the population of all the <laughs> cities along the Erie Canal. Yeah. Um, so you're going to get on Syracuse, a- Amsterdam, too? Schenectady. Yeah. Yeah. So we go into this building, which we think is the odd. And uh-huh. I get a phone call, right? I get a, a, a really important work call I got to take with my brother, Johnny, right? And so oh, wow. you're just kind of following me around. Like, I know where the hell I'm going. Yeah. We see sports being played. We see There's hockey practice, being played. Yes. It's just this beautiful rink, but not for, many seats. It like couldn't have, it could have it. sat three, 400 people, right? Not at all. 146,000 for Syracuse. I didn't know Buffalo was only three. You're going to give me Rochester now? Bu- bu- yeah. Come on, people are just Two, really, really 210. Good. Oh, wow. That's bigger than I I didn't know Buffalo was only th- almost 300. Yeah, it's one of the biggest, you know, one of the smallest, sorry, cities population-wise that hosts what's, major professional sports. You what's have the uh, and you what's have the New York City? Buffalo used to have an NBA team, too. New York City's in the millions. Oh, it's like nine million. So like eight, eight and a half. That's way up. <laughs> Come on, we gotta stop. Come on, we gotta talk about this. So, so we go in this building, and I see there's like a hockey practice, but it clearly doesn't look like it's supposed to. No. And then we walk another, you know, fifty yards. Well, there's yards. a bar in the middle of everything there's a bar, too. But that's not uncommon for a sports joint, right? For a right. sports arena. But then we go a little further, and there's like this blue turfed soccer indoor yeah. soccer field. Really blue turquoise blue turf. Yeah, and so I'm on the phone, and I, and I, I excuse myself on the call, because I said, Steve, can you just yeah. ask where the hell the odd is, or how do we get how do we how the hell we get to the odd? And what did what were the responses that you were getting? They, people thought I was joking with them. I'm like, hey, did you tell me where the Comets game is? And they're looking at me like, are you, are you serious? And I like, hey, yeah, we're trying to find the Utica Auditorium. Someone almost spit up their drink when I asked yeah, that. Yeah. Um, and I didn't really get the only guy that told me is like, well, if you walk down that way, it connects. I'm like, that's all I got. And so we walked down there. We tried. I'm now off the phone, so I have all my wits about me. I can really get after it as well. And we're walking around. I need to use a little boys' room, so I I have a tinkle, and then I come out, and there's this guy walking like a beeline. And I'm like, this guy's got to know. He's He's walking for the purpose. And I said, can you tell me how to get into the Utica Odd? I know it's around here. He's like, "I, I don't know. And then he's like, I'm just looking for the little boys' room. I'm like, Jesus, well, I can help I can you with that, because I just got out. And so I sent him in the right way, in the yeah. right direction. Then we go downstairs to the floor level. Because he said it connected, so I figured, you know. And at first, you're kind of like, well, I don't want to pull on that door. Maybe an alarm will go off. Now, I have no problem trying to open any door at this point. Right. I could have been on a tour at the White House, and I would have just walked into the <laughs> Oval Office. I didn't care at this point. No, no. Because your brother was calling, like, where the hell are you? And there's a youth soccer game going on. It's a bunch of, like, eight-year-olds. So I, I ended up, I went through the wrong door. I'm on the turf. Yeah, we're on the... We're I on scored the, two goals in yeah. a U8 soccer game. Just dominating. And I wanted to go for a hat trick and score a third goal, but security came and pulled me out. Yeah, and they, they, they opened they the garage. my birth certificate. Yeah. And um, I said there was a fire. The birth certificate, I don't have yeah, it. Yeah, we don't have it. It's so a, they kicked me out of there, and then it's, they kick us out, and then now we see this an overhead door. Some people call it a garage door. I never yeah. understood that. So it's like, like a garage door, and it's only open maybe three feet high. Yep. That's all and it was. And I'm thinking, Steve, I think this is our spot. Yeah, that's it, where we can cross. And that's our only chance. We look underneath it, and clearly it's the odd. But like, if we go underneath this, this I feel like there's gonna be security. Yeah. So we go. We like limbo. Bells and whistles. Steve and I are very flexible. We yes. both like limbo underneath this garage door, and then there's a door right at like the locker rooms. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and they try dressed. to they try to whisk Steve off into the visitors' <laughs> locker room. They think he's just been sent down from, from the NHL club. Yeah. Yep. Uh, there and for Steve Laval. goes puts pads on. That's not true. That didn't happen. But there's like security guards, and they're kind of what the what are you guys doing? Draw here? weapons on us, and then anyways, we finally make our way up into the suite. Um, Uncle Wes was there, of course, and Aunt Lauren. And they had the street with the Sentinel and the OD. We had to go outside and actually get yeah. tickets to <laughs> we get had back to go in. back out of the turnstile to get our suite tickets and then go back up. It was really quite bizarre. So <laughs> you'd have been impressed. So you had to go out to go in. Yeah, yes. that's correct. Yes, that's... but the game was was nice. We the stayed for two full periods, maybe two and change, and um, there was the goalie. To, to, if we can sneak Geno Smith back into this conversation, Geno, how are we going to work? 
an NFL football player into a conversation about minor league hockey. Here's how we're going to do it. The, the, the salary, I guess. The goalie yeah. for the Comets had signed a $2.8 million contract, <laughs> and then he was, he was sent down to rehab on an injury, I guess. Right. Blackwoods or Black something. Anyways, he got lit up. This man had a sunburn on the back of his neck from the lamp being lit up. That's a, I've there never heard that one before. Three quick goals. One. He did not use sunscreen in the back. He, that's he was being treated for third-degree burns. So that joke is there's always that little uh, um, that light that goes off behind the goalie when when someone scores a goal on them. Yes. And so three goals in maybe the first eight minutes or so of that game. Easily, yeah. So we thought, what's the better financial investment? <laughs> $2.5 million in Geno Smith, and he's playing great, and uh, probably a top five or six quarterback in the NFL right now, or the backup, the backup goalie in the NHL who's playing you can tell or not, the, the comments. Not Utica comments, but but it's signed by the, the Jersey Devils. Devils yes, Jersey that's Devils. their their farm team now. Right. For two point eight million and he gave up three goals in eight minutes in a minor league game. Yes. Seiko, which is a better investment? I'm not sure. Come on, man. Gino. 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 Yeah. Gino. Yeah. We watched Gino the other night. The, everything he was doing was right, but somehow at the end of the game, they only had 13 points. Yeah, he sp- they they struggled. They it's tough with the Seattle. <laughs> yeah, it's same just thing. the one game was terrible. They're seven and five no, now. They seven and six. Four point one yards a carry or four point six yards a carry. What, what happened? Nothing about that game made any sense that they would score 13 points. Yeah, you can you can talk about the 49ers defense all you want. I just don't understand really what happened. I don't know how you can complete 70% of your passes. Which he's been doing, yep. Not turn the ball over, no interceptions. He threw a pick, but it was called back on a penalty. So right. he, so technically he had zero picks. Completed 70% of his passes, and their running back ran for, let's let's go in the middle there. Let's say it was 4.4 yards a game. How do you score 13 points? Yeah, that makes sense. I, it didn't make a lot of sense to me. The only thing I can say there is maybe the time of possession was heavy on the 49ers. That's the only thing I can think of. I don't understand how they scored 13 points. Isn't yeah. that great analysis for a no, podcast is. that we don't really understand what happened in the game? It, it, it is, but it's, it's honest. <laughs> and it's true because, yeah. you know, Seattle started, they were like 6-2. and two. Yeah. You know, now they're 7-6. and six. So yeah. they've uh, they've had their struggles of late. I think it's similar. You know, once you start getting film on people and you can actually game plan, and, and plus when you're playing teams twice in a division, that's – what happens in yeah. San Francisco now with Mr. Irrelevant? Get yeah, it done. Two game winning streak, and they're now in charge of the uh, NFC West. And I like the way they're operating it. They're giving him fairly easy assignments. They don't ask, ask him. him to go deep or or deep over the middle. Some like long. Sl- I mean, they're they're doing it like you should do it. And quite honestly. It looks very Geno Smithish. I mean, a lot of twelve-yard pass plays, very safe, throwing it away from the defense. If yeah, your guy doesn't catch it, no one else is going to. Maybe a cheerleader. Yeah, it just looks like they're, really good, smart plays. They're handling it very well. They're not putting him in positions where he's, you know, not yeah. at his skill set. Yeah. They're putting him in the best position to succeed, thankfully. Yeah. Any other sports to talk about? Is there anything? Oh, I, you know, there is one little teeny thing that I want to talk about. See, so this hits close to home for us. Everyone talking about Tiger and Charlie Woods at the PNC, like it's like a family member type yeah. tournament. Now, clearly Tiger is got a, a foot problem. Yeah, they kept him out of the tournament last week. Like problem, right? And I and I like that's a foot. Oh, it is. And and I liked how they, you know, he said, I don't really care. I don't need to get back to competitive play. I am playing this because I want to have this experience with my kid. Right. And I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, Seiko and I are all about hanging out and playing sports together. But then they start talking about how Charlie's foot is bothering him as well. And they're like, oh, he's got a lamp. And then one of the shots yesterday, he pulled a tiger move where he hit a bad tee shot. Yeah. And then on the follow through, when you're a good player, you know instantly when the when the ball strikes your club face if it's going in the bushes if you've hit a bad shot right Seiko? Mm-hmm. and clearly he had made contact in that split second between contact and where you hold your swing Correct. afterwards he did this thing where he, he acted like he had, had needed to get his foot amputated right and i'm like boy this is just like that cuz he would do that a lot when yeah. he had some sort of injury could, going he'd shake it off a bad every shot time. and he'd make it seem like yes. his bad wing oh is what God. caused that 
So then I'm looking, I'm trying to read where he injured his foot. He said he injured it hitting balls on the range. Like, how do you, trust me, I've hit a lot of golf balls, a lot of ranges. I've never had a foot issue from hitting yeah. range balls. So, you know what, maybe just a little, what do they call that when you... Phantom? A little phantom, a little injury, phantom injury, but like a sympathy injury. Oh, yes. For yes, dad. Yes, the guard. Oh, what about the World Cup? It's, uh, it's. I mean, we all know who's playing. There's not much to talk. That's tomorrow. Argentina tomorrow morning. In France. You, can we finish this though? Sure. So, so, Charlie's about a year and a half older than you. He's massive. He's a big boy. He grew like a foot in the well, last. His mom years. is tall, and and Tiger is, is six that the one Norwegian? and a half. Correct. So he's going to be a, a sizable youth. Seiko, <laughs> if I could fast forward your golf. A year and a half, year and two thirds. Let's say it. Do you think you'd want a piece of Charlie? Like development right now at your age I is want a massive. Piece of him, absolutely. Yeah, you want to give him a shot at the title, right? Do you think that in a year and a half time, your game would be competitive with where he is now? Maybe. It's hard to say. We haven't really watched much. All they show on TV is like the highlights where he draws a five-wood around the corner. And, yeah, and then he eagled it. You I know, saw that. No one talked about the flailing duck hook he hit off the tee on the, on the shot where he pretends his foot's hurt, right? No one well, talks about that. That's with any athlete. I don't know. Well, let's, let's look up some of his results from some of his tournaments. His score, that's the cool thing about, about golf, Steve, is that you just shoot a score and then you look at what the yardage is that they played the golf right. course from. You know, it's hard. What's really hard is to recruit and and to analyze talent in soccer or hockey. We went and watched a hockey game last night because all that matters is how good you are versus what level of competition. Right. Exactly. Right. You could you could score two and a half goals a game. Well, it's independent sports. And, well, it's a team sport, and you got you no. don't know how good your competition is. But in an individual sport. You have, well, you're a diver, or you're a golfer, or whatever sport it is, you can just tell by the results, right? right? But for golf, it's huge. Like, right now, I would say Charlie at 13 is probably playing golf courses from, you know, 6,200 yards or so. And right now, Seiko's probably playing around 54, 55. But that year and a half, I mean, Charlie looks to be about five inches taller than Seiko and probably another 25 pounds. So he's just a bigger boy. And I don't think Seiko's gonna gain five inches and 25 pounds in a year and a half. But he just has different genetics for his height. So do you want him to play against Charlie? Is that where we're, I would love it. we're, we're trying I mean, to or point, get that arranged? Once you age out and, and age doesn't become a thing, it's just fun. Like, if yeah. you're a good athlete, you want to play against you want the best. who deems to be the best. And I don't even know, I don't know if there's rankings that young at 13, but I would assume that he's ranked in the top few in the country. Yeah, okay. Golf, but. Do we care enough to look this up no. for next podcast? I don't. You don't. I'd care. love to hear that. So you feel competitive just as being a competitor, but you don't. Yeah, worry but about what who is shoots what. That's good. when you're 22? Is it gonna matter what your country rank was when you're 13? I oh, love, I like I that. I love that you said that. Wow. Do you know how many golfers are so good at 14? Then they either burn out or they just don't get any better. It happens all the time. It happens. It does all the you're time. always or getting better? Or they don't better. put enough effort in, and they Correct. just. That's Plum. the other part of it. Wow, this is a big time. I know. I know. He's he's everywhere on He's podcast. coming out firing. Yeah. I like Fiery it. Fiery take. Fiery take on Chuck Woods. Um, we call him we call him Chuck first here. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> Chuck Woods. So that'll be your lack of respect for him when you meet him and you're playing in a tournament. Hey Chuck, I'm uh, Seiko. All right. Now I'll get him fired up. He'll duck hook around the first team. You you took you took Buffalo, <laughs> you took the Patriots, and then you had one more. The over under. Oh, the, so you have the, the under in the Bills In the game, Bills. Which is currently at 43. 43 and hook. Oh, 43 and hook. Yes. So what would we get it from for Megan if we took the under? 41. We'd get it at 30. <laughs> <laughs> Megan squeezes us a little bit. Yes. Yeah, she's, so. owed a, she's owed a sizable check right now, so that's uh, okay. okay. That's all right. Um, all right, where else are we going? Oh, we want to do a top a top three or a, a top whatever list. See, oh, really enjoyed when we, when, we, when we ranked... The cereal. the cereal. And that was yeah. many moons ago. Yes, yes. And Seiko wanted to take Your a shot at favorite music bands artists or artists, bands. Anything. Okay. Yeah. All right. And let's do all three of us. We'll we all get a vote here. What's, who's someone who's firmly entrenched, Steve, in your top three bands or artists of all time. How about everyone gives their top three? Hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to whisper to you, Seiko. No, everyone gives their top three. I, I don't want to hear yours. No, no, no. I want to okay. whisper to you on what I think Steve's going to say. And I want the podcast people to hear this because okay. I think I'm going to get this right. Okay. okay. Here we go. All right. 
Can you not hear for a second? Can you go earmuffs? They're very good. That was the sound of his earphones coming off. I I think he's gonna say jewel. <laughs> Alright. Very good? Okay. Alright, so Seiko, why don't you go ahead? No, no, I want Steve to go first. You wanna go see? Alright, Steve. What do you got? What do you got? My favorite musician of all time. Are you going one or let's go like three, two, one? Let's just go three, two, one. Three, two, one. Backstreet Boys. Holy Christ. <laughs> is he serious? I can't tell. Alright, all right, Backstreet Boys? Or Jewel. Uh, Jewel is my favorite. Jewel is number one? Yes. Seiko's <laughs> falling fall apart at the seams right now. We guessed Jewel. <laughs> what do you have for two? Juniper from Saratoga Springs? I, no. I would put the juniper up there. The, great. the juniper can bring it. Yeah, Jewel was my favorite. I saw Jewel at Woodstock. Jewel, and I right, Jewel. Jewel. <laughs> Jewel at one, Backstreet Boys at three. Who's at two? God. Um, Bob Seeger. Wow, that is a very strange top three, <laughs> but very diverse. Seiko, I need you to go in the other room because I'm going to give my top three because I don't want anyone to hear. So, Steve, can you confirm that uh, Francisco's in the other room? He's, he's in the other room. Seiko, earmuffs too. Hello. Put your hands over your ears. Okay. All right, so my guilty pleasure is always Bush. I think Bush is great. So they're, they're easy. They're an easy one. This is tough now. Um, Foo Fighters got to be in there. Foo Fighters got to be in there. You know, Pearl Jam used to be. You said he liked Third Eye Black too. So I'll go Foo Fighters too. Then I'll go Tied Third U2 Pearl Jam. So you do Pearl Jam tied third, um, second Foo Fighters, one Bush. Bush. This is going to sound eerily similar when he comes back in the okay. room. Okay. Seiko, come on in, buddy. Hey, sorry. Fire away. All right. Number. Do you have it thought. You already have it thought. Yeah. Okay, right, number so. one. You, I mean, you got to go Bush. I'm a so Bush massive Bush fan. Okay, very good. And what did you just get for Christmas? Uh, there's a random Bush concert at the weirdest casino ever. Like, no yeah, so that the casino that's right off of Exit 41, so like out past Syracuse, has, they have an entertainment center. Or entertainment oh, the one center. in Rochester, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, even shy of that. It's yeah. great. It's the exit we get off to go to the winery. So that Bush is playing there on February 11th. That's so right. random. Which so is random. Chatterfest, so we're going to find a way to sneak out of here. Sneak out. So Bush won. Who do you have? Um, two, three. Two, three. You should already have this done. Fine. You had time uh, in the other room. Two? Yeah. <coughs> Come on. I like a lot of songs from the Foo Fighters. And I like a lot of songs from the Foo Fighters. Alright, Foo Fighters, two. What do you got? Uh, can we can we do ties? Tie, yeah, tie. Uh, you, if this happens the way I think it's going to happen. What? Go ahead. I think you two's tied three. Um <laughs> Alright. Who else is in there? Pearl Jam or Third Eye Blind? I think Pearl Jam, though. Wow. I think Pearl Jam. He knows his so, kid. What are you going to say? So <laughs> it's one thing. It's one thing. So clearly, like, your kids will listen to the same music no, what as happened? you. What happened? I said the exact same thing. I had Bush <laughs> 1, and I had Foo Fighters, Fighters 2, and I had Pearl Jam, and you two tied at third. Yeah. But Third Eye Blind is one of my favorites, and Third Eye Blind is playing in, in, uh, at the Palace. Yes. They just announced. Well, yes. also, also Killers up there. Yeah, Killers would be four for me. You're wearing a killer sweatshirt. But yeah, I mean, if you have a kid, he listens to the same music as you. And, you know, if you're not a turd of a parent, then your kid probably likes you. And he probably has a probably has a leaning towards liking the same things you like. But to just go out there and yeah, lay right. out the list, that was cool. That made me happy. But I want you to listen to whatever the hell you want to listen to. I, I But at the same time, it's nice to have the same taste. I mean, We're on a road trip. The, we bush, the, the same bush one's pretty obvious. Yeah. The Foo Fighters one's teeter-tatter. Yeah, yeah. That, all those... There's probably a bunch of bands that, that would be I feel there. like YouTube Pearl Jam could go to two, but yeah. I, I like them at three. Yeah. All right, so we got some top. Was Listen, there anything else you want to rank real fast? Because Steve and I got to get talking about the Bruno films. No, we got to do something else. I mean, we got to rank something Do you have else. a top three list that you like to throw out? Well, we did, we did the sitcoms. Can we do like something random, like super random? Yeah, but it's tough right when you're recording the podcast a, to think, come yeah, up with that. I agree with that. What about um, soup? You like soup? Soup. Uh, sure. Um, what are your top... Number one. So you can't have dead air, buddy. Just... Uh, chicken, chicken noodle soup, number one. Chicken noodle soup, wow. That's an uh, old staple. A random two. Uh, my mom makes this for me once in a while. Oh, it's boy. really good. Yeah. Split pea soup. Oh, oh my God. I think I'd rather go one. to the dentist. <laughs> Split pea soup. Three. 
I don't know if we've had more than two soups. Uh, Needless to say, our, oh, the our, one at the hibachi. Oh, like the miso soup. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. yeah. But That's the very mushrooms simple. are so bad. Yeah, but I just, you don't have to have them with mushrooms, I don't think. But Did it come with mushrooms? The onion like soup. The onion soup does come with the scallions and mushrooms, correct? So, needless to say, our top three will not be similar in the soup department. Really? Yes. Um, I don't even know what to say. I, I, I like the I like the one that the marks do here. The um, the oh, pumpkin butternut. I like the uh, pumpkin. The pumpkin's very good. Yeah, that's and he does it like it's almost like it's liquefied pumpkin pie. I it's forgot, so I good. Completely forgot about that. That I think one's that really I, good. I'm gonna replace number three for that. We have a chicken pot pie soup. Yeah, that was good. Right now, at the owl. That was good. The, uh, kind of soup of the weekend. And that's been really good, especially with the weird weather. What else? We have to do desserts after this. All right, we'll do desserts real fast. And we and gotta then, get some grown up then, stuff. Yeah, okay. All right, All right. Steve, what are you Give me another soup. Um, I like Manhattan clam chowder, lobster bisque, Ooh. and um, Ooh, like cream it. of broccoli. Ooh. Those would be my So you like the red? The red. Instead of the, the New white. England. Correct. Okay. But I love your seafood chowder, it's my yeah. favorite. Yeah, so we, you know, we got, of course, Chowder Fest coming up the same day as the Bush concert. Yes. All right, uh, desserts, you go first. Well, they, mine's just one, the creme brulee I'd eat he every day. He creme brulee. <laughs> he has one a day. It's just so sugary that it's just It like, is. Pew. It is. Yeah, but it's a dessert. I Nobody like, makes it. I would it. like it without the top. Like, you know what? I'll just throw in there. I don't mean to be boring. Nobody makes it. How about ice cream? I don't even know what that is. You don't know what ice cream is? So I think you it's said ice cream. Ice cream, like you it was something cream. different. Ice cream? Sound yeah. Like you're alien. That was you know what's so great that we're recording this? It's like on that one commercial, they throw the challenge flag. Yeah. Oh yeah. We get to the challenge flag. So we'll listen to this later. You definitely did. On ice cream. the way to Clifton Park for your definitely did ice cream. Ice cream, I said. 100%. Are, do you think people right now are, are hitting rewind ten seconds? Absolutely. No. That's what I was. Yeah, probably because you did say it. That's why I thought it was. I thought it was when you said you didn't know what that was, I was very taken aback that yes. you might not know what ice cream is. What? But you, and it doesn't have to be vanilla, whatever ice cream and then a little chocolate syrup on it. Yeah, I agree with you. No, I like. Do you ice say cream. syrup or syrup? Syrup. Syrup. Seco. Um, ice cream first, but I didn't. I'm not that big of a fan of chocolate. I got. I'm a butterscotch guy. Oh yeah. I'm a butterscotch guy. Second, underrated fudge. Just fudge. Yeah. Fudge, any type That's a of fudge. Cup and then third, cookie. Cookie's just so the, cookie. uh, the original. See, we can get we can really get in a wormhole of favorites. Uh, what, what kind of cookie? Sugar. Chocolate or chip. The regular chocolate chip just hits the spot. And the, the one that's always a sleeper for both of us. Oatmeal raisin. Oh. It's a sleeper. Dynamite. And they sell it at uh, the pizza place by Wilton, the yeah. fish market. Uh, Gen Gen Gennaro's, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. They I sell like, them there. The ones there. That's a great pizza pie. Yeah. Oh, you got the margarita there. Yeah. The margarita there's. That's one with the mozzarella, mozzarella on top. It's yeah. called the old world pizza or something. It's with the, the red sauce. It's a margarita. It's delicious. Yes. It's supposed to be a margarita. All right, we got some lists in. You gotta be happy with that, Seiko. I'm, I'm happy with it. All right, we'll, so we'll come up with more. Why don't lists. you get all ready to go? Yeah. Then we're gonna go to the wine in a minute, and then uh, Steve and I get to chat a little bit about movies and see what we're doing with that. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I don't know if you want to give it another voting cycle, but um, where are we at? Shoot me straight. It is the, very uh, clear. The uh, the notebook is. Are you kidding me? Is, is, a, is a head by. You know a, the problem with the com comments page is that it's a little anonymous, and it should. Be it it is a little anonymous. I, why, I do, you want, you want to know? You want I names? I want to put a couple hits out on the notebook. People. You want names? <laughs> Here's why. I just I think I mentioned when we were did I I mentioned when we were driving in that podcast that I tried to read the book when yes. I was in college yes. and I just thought it was so I think you were in high school or, or well, it was in college. It, it was, was in the van. Yeah. yeah, it was in the in the teen van yeah. as we were Murray, Dr. Murray Rudisill was driving us around our college golf coach. But um I just um think that it's just over the top. Yeah. No, Seiko's showing me a text that he's sending to me asking if he should put his jersey on. You don't need to put that on yet. But I would, I would go shorts because we're going to do some... We're gonna, and it's warm enough out. You can see all the snow melting. Fair enough. Everyone needed to know that. Folks, yeah. if you're wondering, we're going to the Saratoga Y and Syracuse want, or Seiko wanted to know if he needed to put his jersey on for his 245 game yet. Obviously, the answer is no. No. But he's also 12 years old and he doesn't know the answer to those questions. Um, the Notebook. Yeah, it just, 
One, if I had if I had given it more time though, Steve. Yeah, it's pretty if I had given it more time, it would have gone from you know, perfect like the white swan scene to they had conflict in their relationship. Yeah. Then the whole thing with the you know, Alzheimer's at the end. Correct. Then there would have been some conflict. But at that point in the book, it was just too much, and I just dropped it. Yes. Now, another man crush for me would be Ryan Gosling. I agree with you there. And is it Rachel McAdams who's in it? It is, yeah. She's lovely, and they're at their loveliest. I mean, they're probably in their early 20s when they filmed that. Would you guess? No, they're early 30s. No way. Because Ryan Gosling can't be 45 now. The notebook, was it 2015? the notebook movie came out a long time ago. Yeah. All right. So keep us going. I am gonna. I'm gonna smartphone that. I thought one. it was 2015. And and uh, keep us going. So you, so what? The vote was what again? I mean, the, the notebook's up by like 10. Oh um, my god. Um. Bridges. Josh, you need to teach Steve how to date. Um, <laughs> the notebook. Um. Although I know The Notebook is one of Josh's all-time favorite movies, he's told me countless of times, don't let him lie to you. That was another one. Wait, what? Don't let what? Josh, you are a novice when it comes to communication. The uh, Notebook. <laughs> Steve. Wait, I'm a, no- I'm a novice when it comes to communication because I didn't like The Notebook. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I'm okay with it. Notebook, watch along together. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're supposed to watch it together. They want to watch along together. Uh, all right. Um, teach Steve how to date. They want they want you to to show me how to go on a date with someone. Um, the, the 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 other person wants to ask ask again about when we stressed communication. Sure. When Alma witnessed Ennis. Okay. And this is someone different than the person who posted it was the ultimate betrayal. It's a different one. This person said, basically, what conversation is there to be had? I just witnessed my husband kissing another man. Sure. There's nowhere to go. There's nothing left to say, basically. Right. And well, it's like, well, can, what's the can, point of having the we conversation? We can tackle that in a second, but I do want to get on the ages. So... I so Ryan Gosling during filming yeah. was twenty two. Oh wow! Okay, I didn't know. And that. Um, Rachel was twenty five, twenty six. Okay, there. so they were yeah, at, at the young. peak of their yes. aesthetic beauty. Yes, mm, that's not true. People, a lot of there are a lot of people that become more attractive. Sure, as they get older. Absolutely. Um, the Rock, for one. The Rock, he can't be he can't be natural. He's got to be taking some stuff. Well, of course he is. He's in Hollywood. They they all do. You know what? No one really ever asks them that. Well, I, I guess it doesn't really it's super a matter. Thing, isn't it? I don't know. They're, yeah, he, he doesn't have to answer. You're that, supposed but. to look like an action hero, you know. <laughs> but he kind of gets in that not holier than thou, but he kind of gets in that realm where he does no wrong. He does, yes, yes. So, but I he, would argue that if you're going to kind of have that but aura the, about you, that maybe you should be the a little more natural with your lifting, right? With the look, I mean. All right. So the question is. How can that be? I mean, what communication can you possibly have when you just, see that? Yeah, just saying, like, because you said, you said well, in four years it should have been addressed. Well, here, here's yes. what I'll say. And it's going to be very similar to the last, last time. I'm not saying that's an easy conversation. Yeah. But you got to say something. Something, correct. Yes. There's got to be something that can be said in, in, the, in those four years where nothing is said, and then it just ends up in a grumpy divorce. But it wasn't that grumpy. I mean, Ennis was over for dinner. Yeah, but then he almost choked her out when she did finally address it. But that's not the way to do it. Don't just see the thing is it's, well, not, it's it should be about aggressive. It, you know what it was? It was like the I caught you. You never even put the line in the water. I yeah. put a note on the other fishing line. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good job, detective. You got me. <laughs> Everyone knew. You watched them make out. You didn't need to put a note on the end of the line. You know what you could have done? Try to have a sensitive conversation. Yeah. I just don't think. This is what it comes down to, and I'm going to catch a ton of crap for this. That when you're in a romantic relationship, how it goes for you, like yourself, isn't the only measure of whether or not it was a quality relationship, whether it lasts or whether it didn't. Well, it's very selfish, yes. 
It is. So clearly, Ennis is incredibly selfish by continuing this torrid love affair, maybe a handful, maybe two or three times a year, for 20 years. But you have even said it's not about Alma. It's not about her. But that's the problem. We all view, and this is deeply philosophical, we all view life as... We're the star of the show, and everyone else is a guest star. Correct. It's your world. I just don't like that. I know, but that's unfortunately. I don't like that. Yeah. And the person that's that has that leaves the comment is kind of saying that from her perspective, from Alma's perspective. Right. Now, if you really care about someone, and this is challenging, this is going to be tough for listeners to hear. If you really love someone. You want them to have the best life possible. Clearly, you want you wish that them to, the best. Right? You, clearly, you want that to include you because you care for them. Correct. But she sees there are feelings there. I'm not saying she just bow out. She just say, "Look, I just saw this." Yeah. You, in the moment, no. In right. the moment, you have all these feelings. It's just like after a sporting event, you have a 10 minute, 15 minute cool down period. Yeah, the, you can talk to the press. Too emotional, right? And this needs to be a month, three months, right? Six months, right? A year, whatever but, it is. But not four years. Not four <laughs> not years. Four years. After four years, you're being emotionally lazy, <laughs> right? You to are say, you're taking the easy way out. Uh, you know, I. And clearly, Ennis doesn't handle it well when she brings it up, but she also brings it up in a na-na-na-na-na, I know something that you don't it, know It was away. very passive-aggressive, I thought. Yeah, it was crap, is what She kind of, you know... She's going to say, look, I know this like, thing, and... You waited four years I've to invested do that. the first... Okay, so they get married at 19. I invested the first five years... No, you didn't invest the first... 23 years of your life because you didn't know Ennis until you were probably 17, 17 or 18. Or 18 right. So don't tell me you wasted your life on this romantic endeavor, but you do have kids and that's important. I'm not Correct. denying that. I've spent the first five years of my romantic life invested completely in you. Yes. I'm trying to build this life with you. Seiko's not close the door. When we talk about <laughs> growing up things, it's just the door's closed. Yes. Um, and he's watching YouTube shorts, which yes. I want to ring his neck. I know you do. I could see the look on your face. So, and you just say, clearly, I see that you have feelings for this other person. Obviously, that upsets me tremendously. Yes. But I got, we've got to figure out how, how are we going forward with this. Do you want to just be with him? You, you've got to quit him. There are a lot of ways to go with this. I'm not suggesting a polyamorous relationship with a guy and a woman. And uh, yeah, I'm not suggesting a, that. Yeah. A very conservative um, atmosphere in big sky country. I'm not suggesting that. But right. just say, hey, I see that. I'm trying to not want to murder you. I'm trying yes. not to pour a, you pull a Lorena Bobbitt. Right. But can you just tell me what the hell's going on? Do you want to be with this person? And if you do, have at it, Haas. How are we going to split up? How are we going to, you know, as Chris Martin and Gwyneth Paltrow said, how are we going to consciously uncouple? Right. Um, or are you going to quit that? And can we please get working on our family? Yeah. There are I agree with you. many directions to go. And I'm not saying, I'm not trying to be all kumbaya. I'm not. But not saying anything and her growing to have her growing to have this huge disdain for him. And, you know, Ennis feeling like he's walking in eggshells and living this big secret. You can do better than that. I think you're that's right. That's all I'm trying to say, man. I'm not trying to say it's cool. I th- 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 and I think that's where the person may be misconstrued because I, I think that they think that you're saying that they can survive and work through the relationship and find Some a way. Some people to- would argue that, and I, yeah, I think that's the- there was a time where maybe I would argue that, but I right. don't think I believe in that right. anymore. That, so thinking two guys and a girl could survive in that kind of a relationship during that time in that landscape yeah i think that's where it was like there's but it seemed kind of personal like you know if i saw this have this conversation if they if i saw this like what what's left to be said like why why are we having a discussion about it because it's not going to solve anything well if you get talking about it's not going to fix it i think yeah how to uncouple or you have to at least acknowledge the fact that you saw this happen and you you are aware of the fact that he's interested in someone else and you got to figure out how to go forward right right you know it's not the way to do it it's is not, not comfortable oh i saw that you didn't throw your fishing line in the water <laughs> that's not the way to do it man <laughs> you know yeah i know yeah but that that, that was the one yeah um 
and they had wanted to know how that how we would go about having this hypothetical conversation yeah like is it you you know you pull her into a room or she pulls him into a room and says hey ennis listen i saw something i i I need to address it with you and it's not going to be pleasant but we we need to talk about this the love story for me the love story for me ended the first summer on the mountain when they left the mountain correct then it's just sneakiness and no one you know and it's not wanting to make it any remotely sort of commitment to him um you know to jack right and then it was just kind of sneaking around and they felt the weight of that because there were times where they got annoyed with each other and you can only come twice in a year i would rather see you five times and you know at that point in time it is just kind of sneakiness and I wonder too. I mean, there's there's a million other questions to ask. Would it have been handled differently if it was a male and a female? If if they were seeing yeah, a, a woman, that's um, right. Would that have been? I mean, especially for Ennis, because that seemed to be more socially acceptable for him. I think Jack was ultimately the guy who was murdered for being gay. Correct. Um, who paid the ultimate price for being in a very you know kind of um, difficult atmosphere to try to have any sort of lifestyle that wasn't the norm. Um, but he was the one that wanted to maybe give it a shot. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna toot my own horn here and take a little credit what because you, um, you wrote the screenplay because I am the one who recommended and it was my pick for us to, for you to watch Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, and th- this generated uh, quite a bit of feedback and responses and yeah. comments and questions. Of course, and I that's because of me because I said we should watch Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, I think I think I get a gold star for that one because this good. is now like the fourth. Or- third or fourth episode we're talking, we're talking about, about Brokeback Mountain and yeah. the questions and yeah. another comment wanted to know if you and I were going camping anytime soon <laughs> um, only if it's camping. warm enough out to where I can survive out of the tent with the blanket that apparently failed Ennis which put him in the tent right right yeah. when it was cold yeah, it was too cold but yeah we, we got a good three episodes so maybe in, in Death Valley California where it's warm enough at yeah. night Yes, then, then yes, we'll then, go camping. Too. Not not old forge. Not old old forge would uh, <laughs> put us in a broke back situation. Um, so I mean, it, it's either we we give it another day for the voting, or it's the bridges or, or notebook, or we're, yeah. I just think a lot more people have seen the notebook, and I think a lot of people have I, read yeah. Nicholas Sparks. And I think not as many people because you know what I'll bridges. Then we can do both. Then. And I think we should. So, I'll just do both. so bridges has been is you know what early nineties. I think that yeah. was ninety one ish or something like that. I thought it was mid, but we'll check. And I think it was just that five or six years there. When did when did um, when did the notebook come out? I thought it was twenty fifteen. Oh no 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 no! Like two thousand. It was really? two thousand four. Yep. Oh. Notebook was two thousand four, but it was written in like ninety five. Oh okay, I was way off then. It had to have been written then, because that's when I bought the book. I, yeah, I think it was, okay. All right, I was thinking, I, I don't know why I thought it was so late. Um, all right, so the notebook it is, and we'll try to shoot for that by midweek or yeah. Monday, Tuesday, something like that. Yeah, yeah. It, you're not going to come back from work and folks, throw and, it on and, tonight. And folks, and just so you know, <laughs> very clearly, I, I think... And I've, I've seen both movies, I believe. Oh, i definitely seen Bridges. I, I watched Bridges either. like a month and a half ago. Yeah. But um, it's very easy for us to skew the numbers on the vote. Yeah. I think this is an important chat to have. Yeah. We could skew the numbers very easily. Yeah. No we, one sees the comments. We see the comments. Correct. More importantly, you see the comments. Correct. Um, we could have said, oh, it was... Bridges of Madison County, 31, and Notebook, 27. Yeah, it was Sorry, good, folks. Yeah. yeah. But we're acknowledging the fact that the notebook won. And we, we're gonna watch yes, it. Yes, and we wanted to watch Bridges, so we'll it's our here's show. How, we can do it. Yeah. It's my party and I'll cry yeah. if I want. So to. we'll watch both. <clears throat> but um the notebook what I remember is she's kind of a, now do you've seen the notebook? I have not. Oh. Okay, so what I remember is Rachel McAdams. So I think it's Charleston, South Carolina. Or Savannah. I always get the. I don't get those towns confused, but they're very similar. You get similar. Charleston and Savannah. Oh, Savannah, Georgia, and Correct. Charleston. Okay. I think it's Charleston. Okay. Either way, it doesn't really matter. It's a it's a coastal town Charleston's in the south. Charleston's on the coast. It is. Okay. 
It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, well, it's got its own little harbor, so you don't oh. really see the ocean per se. You just see the harbor from the downtown. But uh, what I remember is, I think that Ryan Gosling comes from more blue collar, and he's not as social. And Rachel McAdams is like engaged. Yeah. To some wealthy guy, and he's, she's living this kind of socialite life, and he bumps into her. Maybe he has a pre-existing relationship with her, but it's not romantic. Anyways, they have this amazing, you know, rendezvous, and I think that might be the kissing out in the rain scene that you always see with that. And then she, I think she decides to still marry the fancy pants guy, right? Or be with him, and then he's so torn up about it that he goes and builds this house. Right on the bayou or whatever. You, not the bayou. Bayou would be Louisiana. But like Correct. right on the whatever, on the marsh, whatever it is, the low country. And he built this like amazing house. And then something doesn't work out with Rachel McAdams. And then they get back together or something like that. Like on in life, like later on down yeah. the road. Um, and then then the end I don't want to talk too much about the end because the end like if, if people want to watch it along with us and or want to watch it yeah, again for the first time in 15-20 yeah. years then I want them to do that but yeah. I think that's kind of how it goes and it's and it's good you have two very attractive people and it's fiery that they're very like fiery that. with each other okay um, so yeah it's good it's good nice. it just the swans annoy the hell out of me I don't know why yeah but Bridges is great. But Bridges came about so much long, so much you know earlier than that, like 10, 15 years before that. So I don't think as many people are really super familiar with that. Yeah, I wasn't either at all. Yeah, we'll do and, it. And I think it, it tackles some of the same themes from Brokeback and um, uh, Notting Hill with some infidelity in there. I don't really want to say infidelity for a, like a boyfriend girlfriend thing that kind of makes it sound even worse it than does. it already is yeah, I mean, it's not a great thing but i think you're always kind of reserving that for a marriage situation but anyways um yeah so i think that we'll do both yeah so we'll do both but we'll do notebook first and we'll, we'll try to go over that i'll make six pages of notes like yes, i did for when harry met sally because yes. i'm a nerd and then we'll talk about that one that okay. sound good that sounds great all right so we got uh, a little y action and seiko's playing uh 245 at clifton park are you, uh, are you rolling down for that one, or you got stuff to do? I'm going to see if I can get there okay. for that, yes. Very good. Um, Take us out. Take us out, brother. And it is. It is time to go. Another great episode. Oh, Seeker Let's wants go. a piece. Seeker wants a piece. He came running out of the room. You ready, big man? Yeah, I am. Remember, when, when life gives you lemons, don't make lemonade. Take, Take two, two oranges, oranges and throw them back at life. Oh.